Hey guys, here for a Black Business Celebration. This week we are celebrating Charm's Way, which is shopping and retail. She does drunk spades, Uno t-shirts, waist beads, just anything customized items. Um, you can hit her up on her IG handle, which is charms.way, C-H-A-R-M-S dot W-A-Y. And you can go ahead and message her for anything you need. Go ahead and celebrate a black business today. Well, hello, Lena. How are you? Hey, girl. I'm feeling too hot, but I'm here. (laughs) All right. So today we are going to be talking about black love. Um, but I do want to just go ahead and see what were your thoughts on the election? Girl, I was so stressed. <laughs> I ain't never refreshed my phone so many times. It Man, was girl. They had us on 10, didn't they? For real, for days. And I, after but after that first day, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna keep checking it because I felt like you didn't have to go to work, did you? You was off. Right? Uh no, no, no. I was working from home. Oh, no, 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 no. I was off. Yeah. I was yeah. off until Thursday. Girl, it was like affecting my work. I couldn't focus. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was, it was, mm, oh man, it was stressful. But the outcome, I mean, it's okay not to be, you know, not to be excited about Biden, but to be happy that Trump is out of office. That part. Um, <laughs> But VP Harris, you know, she's paving the way for a lot of young women. So that was a really good part because my daughter, I got her into politics and she was glued to the TV. So she understood what was happening and she got to witness, you know, the first color lady of color being a VP. So that was wonderful. Um, I, you know, I didn't, I guess I didn't research the history on Biden, but I mean, that message, you know, never to give up. Like, he, you know, he's went up three times for mm-hmm. president. So, that was a strong, it was a strong message in the results. Mm, so, yep. that's what I got from it. Yeah, yeah. But, so, today's topic, of course, is Black Love. Um, and we do a little male appreciation since, you know, we, I guess, <laughs> on the... Uh, Black women don't feel protected. <laughs> we got to balance the scales, Libra. So, uh, <laughs> we weren't batching them or nothing, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know, we, we can do a little male appreciation here and there. You know. no. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, uh, maybe no. they won't be so scared to come on the show if we do that, huh? Okay, come on, come through. So Black Love is about two Black people who share a bond, um, but also share mutual culture and history. So what do you think of when you hear the term black love? So I immediately think of my grandparents. Um, they got married in their teenage years and they stayed married up until their deaths. You know, um, Man. I would like they loved each other unconditionally. You know, I rather I rarely seen them argue or fight. And my granddad, he was really, really play- playful. Like he was playful to the point where he was annoying a little bit <laughs> like, <laughs> like he would tickle us 
and he'll pick at us and pinch us. And then I remember one time he took my purse, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like maybe four or five. He took my little my little purse and he held it above his head. So I'm jumping trying to get the purse and he's switching hands and stuff. And I'm like, Big Daddy, give him my purse. And then <laughs> and then Big Mom be like, Big Mom be like, Daddy, now stop meddling them kids. Leave them kids alone. Stop aggravating them. Sit down, Sula. Like that was the extent I seen her fuss at him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he would they would hold um hold hands with each other as they walked. They were always affectionate towards each other. Um, you know, they produced the 12 kids, so... Uh, oh, they was getting it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was some good loving, huh? Some good loving. Okay. Um, you know, they would... You know, my granddaddy would hold the doors open for, for her. I mean, for him. No, no, no. My granddaddy opened doors <laughs> for grandma. My grandma would, you know, fix his coffee, fix his his plate and stuff like that my granddad would always love um for her to scratch his head like just take Mm -hmm. a comb and just scratch through his head and scalp and you know when she got a little older and she was getting like arthritis and stuff like she couldn't really scratch his head like he wanted to so then we would start scratching his head and stuff like that but um you know that's what i think of uh when i think of real love real love black love but i also um Got another example, my best friend's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say they've been married for maybe 30 some odd years and they got the same birthday girl. What are the odds? Really? When, is, when is their birthday? May 20th. Both so of what them. Is May that? Oh, that's Taurus. So I you thought they were Are they Gemini's? That should be Taurus. So two Tauruses mm. can go together, but I. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, they got the same birthday girl, and they are they cute too. Let me tell you about them. So, uh, her dad is a 49ers fan, right? Hardcore mm-hmm. 49ers fan, and the mama is Green Bay Packers fan. You know, they in Wisconsin or whatever, so naturally they're Green Bay Packers fans. So whenever they like play each other, they make this big deal. They throw this party. You know, it's you would think it's the Super Bowl at their house. Like it is like the battle of the rivals. So they'll be talking mess and, you know, oh, we're going to kick your butt and, you know, they'll talk all this mess or whatever. And then at the end of the game, regardless of who wins, they'll be dancing with each other, two-stepping, you know, because it's like a whole party or whatever. And I'm like, dang, you just cussed them out, you know, jokingly, and now you all hooked up with them. Like, your team lost and you ain't salty or nothing. Like, they just too cute, girl. They be twerking on each other and everything. They just... Oh, just okay. <laughs> Thank you. You know, so that's what I think of when I think of black love. Okay. Well, mine's is a little more to the book. I mean, my I think my great grandparents uh, were like your grandparents, but my great grandmother, like, she was really, really mean to him. Um, I remember they slept in two separate bedrooms when we would go visit. So I don't think I have any any healthy examples, but we get to that question down the line. But so when I think of black love. I think of a healthy union, um, you know, that practices balance, understanding, pure, genuine love. Well, -hmm. it also brings to mind strength and power to me. Um, Two individuals Mm -hmm. who have fallen in love and understand each other's struggles and each other's victories. So I think of strength and power when I hear the word black love, which is good. That's Mm -hmm. a positive. So. Right. Absolutely. Um, Now, how do you feel black love differs from other love? 
Um, well, you you said it. Yeah, strength and power. Black people are magic, and anything we do is magical. You know what I mean? It's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. So if you have two like-minded people that have similar struggles and cultures and identities, um, the bond is different. Right. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily better, but it's it's a different type of bond. The connection is different. You know, I don't know. There's just more relatable when you share, you know, similar struggles and that understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like Black love has an unspoken language that creates a bond, a strong bond. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like like you said, it's two Black lovers who understand each other. Um, And, you know, they they vow to have each other's back no matter what they go through. Um, To me, Black love gives off this aura and energy of ascension. So in my mind, Mm -hmm. I actually believe when two positive strong black people come together in love um they can activate their crown chakra and ascend ascend that's actually Ooh, okay, my belief so but that's on, a whole nother subject how we feel like black people <laughs> have the god dna so when they when they're together they can activate it that, that absolutely but like i said we magic too we magic brother. now when it's a healthy love okay we ain't talking about the, the that thug oh, yeah. love and that struggle I, love okay <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we speaking about all here. No, that's not what we're talking about okay so relationship wise what do you feel causes a breakdown or disconnect between black women and black men uh, i'm not really sure i want to say like the maturity level of each gender kind of mm-hmm kind of factors into it a little bit you know you might be an educated black woman and you you're like attracted to that that hood you know what i mean that hood, you know not saying that you over there talking you about me <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes it's the other way around sometimes you know you get the educated you know come from a different type of community mm-hmm. and they're attracted to the to the to the barring <laughs> That's true. You know, so unbalanced, yeah. Right, right. You shouldn't you shouldn't just be attracted to a physical shell alone, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, because anything can happen to your physical, you know, your physical appearance, anything, you know. Right. But um, I just feel like oftentimes it's just like the maturity level and probably their their environments too. And any examples that they had, you know what I mean? Like if you didn't have those healthy examples mm-hmm. then you might and I think we spoke about that uh, a little bit in the uh, Protect Black Women um, uh, episode yeah. where if you had that positive and you saw your mom you know being beat and cheated on you might think that that's normal and that's okay so when you grow up and you find that man that cheats on you and beats on you you think that that's okay you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of different factors, I believe. I And I actually went that way, too, with the childhood traumas. Um, what you don't heal from your childhood reflects in your relationship with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So I believe that those barriers create a breakdown in communication and, and how you love. So I feel that's where everything comes in. And plus, you know, we all have black people have um, a lot more barriers than other races. So individually trying to navigate our way through those barriers and not being mm-hmm. open with our partner about it, I think that creates a breakdown mm-hmm. also. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So I think that that you bet, but 
healing those childhood traumas is very important before you go into a marriage. Healing yourself individually, mm-hmm. yeah. So right. I think that plays a big part. So do you feel black love has the capability to be healthy? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like I, like I said, I had I had those real life examples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also had some real life failures. So <laughs> 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 um, I, I do I do believe that uh you know, um, what was the question? Black love can be oh, healthy. I hate your <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm not at a hundred percent, girl. But yeah, yeah, I do. I do think so. Yeah. Um, I do absolutely with work. I mean, anything can work with work. Again, healing healing mm-hmm. yourself before you enter relationships, making sure that you're at. Um, 100% and that your partner is at 100% and that y'all are both willing to give 100% and not 50% so um, I do believe it can be healthy Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work like anything else (laughs) absolutely Um, so getting into the next question do you feel you, you yourself have been in a healthy relationship with a black man Oh, girl. <laughs> like Lord knows, I done had my fair share of toxic, struggle, unhealthy relationships. Uh-huh. But you know, currently, present day, this has been the best that me and John has been in a long time. Mm, okay, that's good. When I had that, yeah, when I had that panic attack, you know, it kind of, he kind of proved to me that, you know, I'm more than just his his baby mother you know what I mean I felt like a wife for the first time in a long time I put my business out there but um oftentimes I felt like um it wasn't I felt like being a wife I wasn't put placed first you know what I mean it was just like well you got to put up with it because you're my wife you know what I mean not the other way around right for a long time so when I had that panic attack and he he took care of me you know I felt but like a, a wife and being first. Mm. Um, I'm not bashing him or nothing like that, but you know, he's had some some dealings with a certain person throughout our marriage and that kind of added to my insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, we're not perfect at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I just feel like, you know, oftentimes he was living like a double life almost. Ooh. And, you know, because of those past you know transgressions like I could never fully trust him 100% if that makes sense it makes sense you know I couldn't I couldn't let my guard down because I felt like history is gonna repeat itself so I'm like okay oh we're doing good now you know but then I'll find out some mess you know because what you do in the dark come to the light mm-hmm. so I'll be like oh, you know we're doing real good or whatever and then it hit me like a ton of bricks because I wasn't expecting it like you know I'll find emails or pictures or whatever whatever the case may be and it hit me like a ton of bricks and then that depression those lows were so low that in order to protect myself I was like you know what I'm not going to put 100% into him Right. you know what I mean right. because it's like every time I put that 100% into him he disappoints me and then those lows are so low and it's so hard to get from them lows to get back to where you were. I was like, well, if I just don't put it at 100% when he do it, it's like, okay, I think he's going to do it. You know? You won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I won't be surprised. But, um, you know, 
we've been married a long time. Not put my business out there. You know, we've been through some things. You know, we've been through some things, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, was about to say. I think every couple has been through ups and downs. I think every couple. Oh, do you do you yeah. do you yourself feel like you've been in a healthy relationship with a black man? Oh, okay. So yeah. So I say all that to say this. This is this is the best we've been in a long time. Mm. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I I actually have um this was a maybe when I was twenty one. Um, this is the Ooh. only healthy relationship I ever had. I did self sabotage this one, um, and it was because of you know. Like I stated, you have to heal from your childhood traumas and abandonment is, I think we talked about that in the shadow work episode, is my worst fear. And that's my main issue because of daddy issues. And I didn't resolve that. And anybody who would try to get close to me, um, I would push them away. Yeah. So that person, the best boyfriend ever, like (laughs) the best boyfriend ever. And I really, really messed that one up. That was, yeah, I had to be 21 or maybe 20. I think I was Um, 20 because I remember when I met him in a club, I couldn't drink. And he bought me a drink anyway. So. (laughs) (laughs) um, What was you doing in a club? Girl. He can't drink. But look, because you could could come to the club when you were 18. So um, maybe I was you know what I want to say I was 19 20 because I had just graduated from high school and um so 18 I think I had been out maybe for a couple of years so like 19 20 and that was the first person I dated in the military and girl he was so good to me and I just blew it like so and did you ever think to reconnect or so we are facebook friends actually and i do speak to him every once in a while look walk a shame he is married and he has three kids he's doing really good um, um but we do like the one that got away. i know that's that is my one that got away um i mean even mm-hmm. he had got he had got stationed in up upstate i'm not gonna say the state because if he listening, he'll know who he is uh but he had got stationed <laughs> upstate and even when he left me girl he cried like and i would fly up there to see him girl he would meet me at the airport with flowers and i just didn't I just, it was it had to do with self-love i didn't love myself enough to understand that i deserve that so right. self-sabotage got in the way um, mm-hmm. But I have, I cannot deny him that he did, he did uh, love me in a healthy manner. So, yes, I have mm-hmm. been in a healthy relationship with a black man. Um, okay. Now, what feelings, if any, do you experience when you see a black man with a woman of another race? Uh, uh, okay, so I guess it kind of depends, you know, um, it, how to say it? If if I don't know them personally, then it I, I just assume that it's a, a preference and an attraction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I don't have a problem with it. But what I do have a problem with is when you feel the need to justify your preference by degrading or putting down black women. Same you know what I mean? I like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, well, I can't deal with black women because they got an attitude. Well, what they got to do with your preference to Becky? 
I mean, not no, no <laughs> conspicuous, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't sit here and and demean black women and put us in this box when you your whole mama is black. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Don't don't play yourself, brother. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. But love is love. You know, love should see no color. So you attracted to Becky and that's what you like and Becky do what you you need then that's fine be with Becky all day long but in the process don't leave leave us out of it leave us out the equation Uh, so my experience I'm gonna go off my experience and my thoughts um we do have free will It's, it's a choice so I feel like we recognize each other by vibrations and soul um it's a soul connection um again my problem comes when they disrespect the black woman to impress the woman of another color i also have a problem with black men saying um that they want mixed children when they have fetishes with mixed children so they date outside mm-hmm. their race i think that is mm-hmm. that is i've heard that before um and i actually did talk to i was talking to a male friend on the phone and um i explained to him uh that you know that i when i date men that have you know that expressed to me that they have been with white women or women of another color I'm very careful with that because if if that's their preference you become an experiment and what I mean by that is um, I had a long relationship with somebody I was engaged to them and I was I was he dated black women but it was way back in the day so he had been dating Mm -hmm. white women up until that point and it was just kind of like okay let me give me a new flavor and the women that the white women that he dated they were very ordinary looking. So then he gets, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm just telling you. So then he, right. you know, blonde hair, blue eye, real skinny. Um, then he gets with this, this black lady um, and his friends, the attention was on me. And he had a problem with that because they hadn't seen him with somebody of color in a while. And it was, oh, your girlfriend is so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. He had this whole problem okay. and he cheated on me with a white woman. And he is now married to a white woman. So that's his preference. So if, if, if I would have asked those questions or went back and, you know, did my research, I would have known that that was his preference. <laughs> right? So I'm very careful with that. But again, you know, you do recognize each other by soul. So I don't know. But I guess mm-hmm. if that's what you, whatever flows your boat. <laughs> Um, right, whatever. And looking, I said, I know we did a little black man appreciation. It's coming, y'all. Hang in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, being a black woman, how do you feel a black woman can love black men better? Um. So, uh, I, I, have you ever heard of uh, love languages? Uh huh. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not an expert in it, but basically, you have to understand your love language and your partner's love language that black man's love language mm-hmm. and and kind of love them not how they need to be loved but love them how they need to be loved mm-hmm. understand their love language some people are affectionate you know they need to be touched you know some people like gifts you know what i mean some people like affirmation for you to talk mm-hmm. yeah you know talk to them and let them know that they're loved you know so you gotta understand that person's love language and cater to that love language you know and sometimes y'all love language y'all love language might not be the same mm-hmm. you know what I mean how you want to be loved is different from how he needs to be loved 
And you just got to understand that. You know what I mean? Don't try to put your love language on the next person. You're like, well, I like gifts. So let me just go and buy him, you know, some some gifts of Michael Gore's watch or whatever. And, you know, that to show him that I love him. But if that's not his love language, he's not, you know what I mean? Right. So I just feel like, you know, just recognizing that person's love language and love them how they need to be loved. And just support them. Mm-hmm. Support your black men. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, we, we do stand in the gap for our men. We do ride for our men. So continue to do that, you know. And then don't bash the black men. You know, just because you had a bad experience, um, you know, a toxic struggle of, they don't, you can't put all the men in that same box. All men are cheaters. You know, the last two men I was with, they cheated on me. So men ain't shit. You know, don't don't do that. Avoid avoid that type of negativity and added to it. You know what I mean? Everybody has a different experience, but you can't fault your current partner for the transgressions of your past partner. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I feel I'm gonna go a different way with this. Um, I feel that as black women, we are very hard on black men and we don't allow them to emotionally express themselves and we don't empathize with them. Um, so a lot, allowing them to be emotional, allowing them to be vulnerable um, is something that I feel like we need to uh, include in our relationships. A lot of us wait, do. Wait. What? You, you, you said, you said we, we don't let them be emotional, no. but they're not emotional. I feel like they're but not that's though. Because like, you gotta I mean, think about that. What kind of house did they grow up in? And the mama telling the, the, the little boy, "Hey, you a wimp if you cry." So that black oh, mama started that cycle. Yeah. So we don't yeah, allow okay. our black men to be emotional or or um, express the rawness of how they feel. We always expect right. them okay. to be. When you think of a black man. You are thinking, and, and this has been this way since slavery. The black man is supposed to be strong. He's not allowed mm-hmm. to be weak. So right. I feel like we should allow them to express that that part, basically being a shoulder to cry on, um, mm-hmm. engage in their emotional side with them and allow them to have self-expression. We That's expecting, we put too much on black men when we expect them not to be emotional. Right. So I, did, I do think that is something that we do need to, executing our relationships and that may mm-hmm. be because that's the cycle maybe like if, if you were a younger girl and you had brother you see your mom telling your brother don't cry are you a pussy you a wimp and then that's something mm-hmm. that you express in your relationship again that's why right. it's, it's, it's important to go and do shadow work on your childhood traumas before you get involved with somebody so that's that's right. something that's passed down and that's something that needs to break that needs to stop right. That's just right. my thoughts, but I think that we we <laughs> don't allow them to be emotional. We don't allow them to show that that side of them. Because you gotta admit, if, if you're dating a guy, and I have been guilty of this, if, if he start crying, I'll be like, what the, what the hell wrong with him? Is he gay? <laughs> Why is he crying? You know like, I feel like because because they've been conditioned to not cry when I see tears I'd be like oh you love me for real you really love me really I I have yes. I now is with me evolving and growing I understand that is something that yeah. everybody does that's what a soul does a soul is allowed to be emotional 
So yeah, I would yeah. understand that more versus when I was twenty something dating. I'm pro- oh Lord, he gay. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. He probably like his <laughs> homeboys or something. Let me stop but, talking to him. <laughs> I guess we got to. I, I guess it it can't be one of them. Uh, cries that your shoulders shaking and you <laughs> can't be one of them okay, cries. Okay, but why but not though? <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, you done did the ugly cry before too, so he not allowed to do Pray. the ugly cry. Is something hurt his feelings? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just be like, well, come on now, you ain't got to do all that. Why are you being dramatic? <laughs> you know what? Like, and yeah, I'm guilty. I'm very guilty of that because the the person I mentioned, the one that date the white girls. I remember he would just cry all the time when we get in an argument. And I would just cuss him out. Girl, one day he called my mom. He was like, she cussed me out too much. And my mom was like, oh, Lord. I don't know. Well, that's just her. I don't know what to say about that. So I don't know what to say about I, that. I was guilty. I, like, why, why the fuck are you crying? What are you crying for? I'm not even crying. So, you know, like, that's something that black women have to... I, that would make a person feel bad. Imagine you crying and, and your husband cussing you out. Like, really? Nothing. That's dysfunctional. Right, like, that sounds real dysfunctional. Don't invoke any anything in you. Like, come on now. Right. So I think that yeah. that is something that black women need to work on as far as the relationships yeah. with with your partner and relationships with your sons. I don't have a son, yeah. so I can't speak on that part. But um, I allow my daughter to express herself. So when she gets older, when she get a husband, she won't be too hard on him when he cries. She probably gonna right. cut them out anyway, but she's a this, <laughs> that's a strong personality right there. She probably gonna cut them out, but I do I allow her to express herself so she knows what self expression is. Correct. Yeah, but I think we do. We right. guilty yeah. of that being a little hard on our men. Yeah, you're right. So, according to the Institute for Family Studies, 22% of Black people have engaged in outside marital affairs, while amongst whites, the number fell at 16% and 13% for Hispanics. Why do you feel the number tends to be higher for Blacks? Okay, I was meaning to go look at the study because I I need to know the, I guess, the variables. Like, Mm -hmm. you know... Is this based on a survey that you did and people truefully answered the survey or like I, I'm not sure you don't know, like, think the white, like the white me, I, I kind of felt like the white people probably cheat more but they're not going to admit to it well okay let's say if it was true <laughs> then why you think the black people is higher <laughs> I don't know you know I just be like this fake news okay Trump look this fake news <laughs> But but seriously, I just feel like all races cheat. You know, it's it's probably like more so now for black people because they don't have a lot of examples. Mm-hmm. Um, either they're you know brought up in single parent homes, you know, so they don't have that example of what a healthy marriage looks like. So when that temptation comes in, or not necessarily temptation, because oftentimes people don't cheat out of you know just sexual needs or desires some people when they step aside their marriage they're looking for something that they're lacking in their marriage and that doesn't always equate to physical you know what I mean so and that goes back to your love language you know what I mean so oh here I go you know what I mean I have to disagree (laughs) with that I, I don't because I think that when your partner steps outside your marriage, that don't have nothing to do with the marriage. It don't have nothing to do with you. It has something to do with them. And that's why people need to work on themselves before they engage in relationships. 
It's just, it's, we don't, right. but your part saying that they didn't have perfect examples or good examples is correct. So they don't know how to love properly. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel like black people are very reluctant when it's come time to engage in outside sources, which um, positively impact their marriage. So marriage counseling is something that we do not do. And that probably is what the yeah. study is showing. Um, you know, right. white people, they don't exhaust those resources yeah. before they divorce. Um, not to say that, yeah. you know, they haven't cheated, but they will. They are more likely to get into marriage counseling before we will. So I think that we don't take um, advantage of those outside resources causes us to step outside that marriage, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think that it, it comes from problems within is why people cheat and that those are generational mm-hmm. curses uh, stuff that you see yeah. when you run up not feeling like you're enough for your partner will cause you to step out your marriage and it could be subconsciously mm-hmm. they might be oh she's not giving me what I need no you're not getting what you need from her because it's something going on with you mm-hmm. or him or her vice versa I don't want them to be saying oh that was just bashing men no <laughs> no or she, I mean, it could be the same with her. She might have some right. self-esteem issues. So you tell yeah. me you ain't never not not on your husband, but you ain't never cheated because you felt insecure, <laughs> like trying to beat them to the punch. Like, okay, let me do it before he do it. Uh, no. Uh, uh. Well, I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the one time that I have cheated on somebody, I'm just being transparent. The one time I did, and it was one time because I learned my lesson. I cried and told on myself, so I'm not a cheater. I'm not good at cheating. Uh, but the one time I did, I did uh, feel, I was feeling insecure. And I was like, well, let me just go ahead on. I mean, I was 20-something. Y'all don't judge me saying it's childish. It was very childish. Um, <laughs> but I, I was just like, you know, let me go ahead and beat him to the punch for he do it and hurt my little feelings or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, you're right. You know, you know, if it's probably something that you're lacking. You know what I mean? That causes you to to cheat. But on the flip side, I still stand by my statement. Sometimes when you know in a marriage, when you you know seeking something, it's not always sexual. You know what I mean? It's not always sexual. Sometimes, yeah. But a, <laughs> but a secure, mature person would talk about it and go get outside resources instead of cheating right but you have to both people need to be in agreement. like you know if 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 you're the spouse and you tell your spouse you know hey i'm i'm blacking this we need to you know probably go and have some counseling if that other party isn't willing to go to counseling or if they just go to counseling to appease you but they're not really uh, engaging in the counseling session that, you know what I mean? So, so it's like y'all both have to want that in order for that to him? be effective. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I just said, I'm just putting it out there. I'm going to be a little bit more transparent. If, if I'm having, if I'm having this issue and I bring this issue to you and you, and you acknowledge it, but then you turn around and do the same thing that I just had the issue. It's like, okay, well maybe we do need somebody uh, 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 mutual, not a mutual, uh, not a mutual. What I'm trying to say, uh, that person that's yeah. not uh, an outside source. You know, that person that's not team this or team that. They can just come in and 
neutral mm-hmm. is what I was trying to say. Neutral person. <laughs> <laughs> but you have that neutral person, that neutral part, that party that studies this and can actually give you guys the that resources and that help. But if the partner is there, just there, just physically there to appease you, then it's but, not going to okay, resolve but- anything. You ch- so you, what cheat, you, you divorce, yeah. Divorce? I would divorce you before I cheat because let me tell you that that is still on that person. You took your penis or you took your vagina and you went to go cheat. That don't have nothing to do with the other person. It don't. I mean, you did that. That is that is on that person. We try to justify cheating. See, I'm no, justifying no, 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 my no. cheating because that's. Something. I mean, okay. So at that point, what you gonna say? I'm gonna show you. Let me show. You. I'm about to go cheat. What? No. Right. I don't. I don't know. She said right. No. <laughs> like, no, that's not right. That was a hypo. That was a uh, hypothetical, I mean, well, rhetorical question. I've been known to leave before I cheat because I tell on myself, and I feel very guilty. It will haunt me. I will have nightmares. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like. I, I don't know. And that's probably another topic we probably need to t- discuss because it's not always easy to just leave when you have little babies or, you know, you're not financially able to leave. So that's another topic that we probably need to oh, discuss. Oh, yeah, we're going we uh, to get into that one. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm not justifying cheating. I'm not condoning cheating. Please don't cheat. Please try to Please get try those to work on sources instead of um, and see. Because it's yeah. internally, yeah. Work on yourself instead of cheating, because, right? And then it just it just causes more problems in the future. You know what I mean? Like if you do reconcile with your significant other, and you know that that's always going to be in the back of that person's mind, and it's just going to create more problems than Agreed. solutions. So, uh, but I will say that I am an advocate, an advocate, an advocate. I am an advocate for for leaving if if I mean uh, you know I you know I'm being transparent I was married I had a baby I left I mean I don't I, it, it, it wasn't I wasn't gonna she stay left. there because of her that that's because your child gonna get 18 and your child she gonna go live their life and you gonna be stuck in a marriage where you not gonna be she happy so uh, but we come here very good so that's the good part about it or whatever so anyway (laughs) since we have daughters what (laughs) advice would you give your daughters to prepare them for a relationship with a black man (laughs) okay so let me rephrase the question let me rephrase the question since we have daughters what advice would you give your daughters to prepare her for a relationship with a black person LGBT because yes Yes. <laughs> um, I just how to say it. Like I want to say that my, I give it, I give my daughters the tools. I might not have always been the best example as far as um, being a wife, but I've been a perfect example as far as being a mother. So, and I give them those gems. You know what I mean? And I hate to be, I hate to, you know, just being honest. I hate to say, you know, do as I say, not do what I do. But, you know, I can't change the past at this point. What happened, happened. You know what I mean? But, you know, we do have conversations and I tell them, 
you do not tolerate any disrespect and you do not tolerate mm-hmm. abuse of any kind physical sexual mental none of that you right. walk away you come back home you know what i mean i, I always give them that that uh piece mm-hmm. of advice you know um as far as my daughters now they are uh teenagers so they are dating and stuff like that you know I try to ask you know how things are going and and um even have the boyfriend come over girl oh. that was a whole child that little boy was so nervous he was so nervous I'm not gonna say which daughter it is but she asked if he can come over or whatever like they they started dating in uh, around her birthday in February and so Right when they started dating, mm-hmm. shortly after COVID happened, so she wasn't going nowhere to see him. Nothing, they didn't go to the same school or anything. So you know, now the things are. I mean, we, COVID, COVID's still out there, but you know, we can be a little better as far as uh, protecting ourselves. She was like, "Well, is it okay if he comes for family night? Because we do like game nights." You know, can he come for game night um, this weekend? Is it okay? And I was like, absolutely, yeah. You haven't seen him in a long time. FaceTime, you know, that's not enough. So, yeah, absolutely come over. And he was the sweetest Aww. little boy. He was I a little chocolate right. boy, too, girl. I'm, I looked at him. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. Come, all right. Because mm-hmm. that's my preference. I ain't going to lie. Me I love too. me a chocolate man. Anyways. So, he was a little dark. He was a little dark skin boy. And I was like, oh, Okay. And he dressed nice. He smelled nice. Had a nice little haircut, and he was so mannerable. But you could tell that they like. Okay, this is off the topic, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm rambling at this point. You know, but the best advice you can give your 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 children is to mm-hmm. you know respect yourself. You know, and when times get tough, leave. You can always come back home. You know, y'all don't have to put up with that. Especially because my one daughter was getting bullied oh, yeah, by this little boy, that. and you know, right, causing her to. And I, and that's when we really sat down, and I was like, "Look, ain't nobody in this world worth right. your life." <laughs> you know, he ain't moving and on mountains. He's not God. So, girl, and that's that's the dumb part like that's the dumb part and then it was crazy when I saw that little boy he was dark skinned too and I was like hmm she must like some little dark skinned boys anyways um I tell them how to say it I tell them because we celebrate Kwanzaa each year I tell them when y'all have when y'all do get a partner you know be mindful of that we celebrate Kwanzaa so I don't say I don't tell them please bring a black person home but that's what I'm implying like you know don't come in here with no time and we celebrating Kwanzaa nowadays time will put him on the dash and and join in honey (laughs) 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 oh man you know I do do encourage them to you know please find somebody that has the similar culture as, as as yours you know because you know, once you marry them, they are they become family. You know, I don't have any boys, so these will be my sons. And um, you know, if they decide to have children, you know, please have black. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because my mama is so happy that her grandkids are fully black. Mm. Oh, my mama is too, but my mama loves oh! you racist. I 
I love you, Dama. <laughs> but only because, and my mom's experience is different with white people. She oh, she yeah. grew up in Mississippi, so you know what I mean. Like her experience is a little different. Not saying that she don't she don't like them or nothing. It's just that she's very cautious when it comes to uh, Caucasian people yeah. because of it's her a lot experience. of people that have fetishes with mixed kids. So I think that's why my mom is happy. Um, yeah, but my mom had it too. She, she's so happy. Oh, let me tell y'all another story. This story story time. time. I'm gonna let you get to the answer. To your answer. But this is story time. And mama, if you're listening, I love you. And I'm gonna tell it like it is. So my mama had came here to Texas um for mm-hmm. the holidays. It was Thanksgiving. And um we went to um, Walmart for Black Friday, right? And so this was the time where high school musical was the thing. My girls loved the high school musicals they knew the songs they knew the dance this was they thing so they had a black friday sale where the high school musical dolls was like five dollars or something like that so we go over there to the high school musical dolls or whatever and i don't know if you know the cast of high school musical but it was i want to say two two white girls okay and one black girl were the main characters right and so um of course, my mom was like, oh, my grandbaby's like, the, you know, let's go over there and get these dolls. So we over there and the the thing was crazy. Like, it went but a few dolls left. And so my mama looking, trying to find a little black doll. So she looked in this lady cart. This lady cart had like four black dolls, right? The lady was white. Four of the black dolls. And so my mama hands the lady one of the white dolls and said, hey, excuse me, ma'am. I need the, one of your black dolls for my black grandbabies. <laughs> and reach in that lady's cart to get that. I, if I didn't push my mom from that the lady, lady doing? I, I don't know what it happened. Yeah, she, was, she was confused. She was like, wait, what? She, she, she was like confused. Like, wait, say it again? Like, I guess she was just like, what did you just say? And I was like, well, mom, how you know that lady didn't have black mm-hmm. daughters? You know, because it's a lot of interracial couples here in Texas. So I'm like, don't just assume because the lady white that she, you know, I was like, mom, and don't you ever reach in nobody basket for their stuff on no oh, Black God. Friday. You in real shot. life. And I was like, and, and, and I'm like, and truth be told, the character that the girls liked was Sharpay. And it was a little Her white girl. So I'm like, white? and if you really ask, go, yeah, oh. girl, her name was Sharpay and she was white. You need to go watch it. You and you, um, Zoe will go watch it. But uh, Ashley mm. Tisdale was her character. So um, so anyways, I'm like, Ma, if you really ask your granddaughters which dolls that they prefer, they're not going to say the little black doll. They're going to say Sharpay, the one that you was trying to give the girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that, I, like, I can't take my mama nowhere. Sit your country self down dog. somewhere. I, know that's I, had, I had to apologize to the lady like, Ma, if you ask your granddaughters, they're going to say they want the one that's in your hand while you trying to give it to the, <laughs> the other lady. <laughs> well, my, mama, my mom buys Zoe all black baby dolls. Yeah, so. And see, growing up, my mama did the same thing too. But I'm just like, okay, these aren't just, just you know, random like these are characters that are portrayed in a movie and i'm like and truly the girls like the doll that's in your hand like you know what i mean that's the character that they like because she was sassy she was sassy Mm -hmm. she was spoiled and stuff like that so i think that's why they you know so anyways girl so what advice zoe has a, a little bit of a strong personality so i tried to 
Uh, I know, a little bit. girl. Look. A little bit. <laughs> so Zoe had a little boy that was picking on her that liked her at school, but she beat the she beat the little boy up. Girl, Ooh. what? <laughs> the teacher. <laughs> she said, "Mommy, he tried to kiss me, and I told him no." So she beat the little boy up, and the little boy had to get like five. He had to get five band aids. Oh, absolutely. So I had to tell her. Oh wow! But that's almost like. Assault, yeah. like, don't try to kiss me. I got, I'm that was she was girl, she scratched that was the little boy up. Go so ahead, I have to, you know, I have to make sure that <laughs> she's not gonna be too, too, I don't want to say too strong, too, yeah, too aggressive, aggressive with her man. So I tell her, you know, be strong, <laughs> you know, where he's when he feels weak, not that he is weak. We'll have to watch that wording, um, mm-hmm. and understand, you know, that yeah. sometimes the world may be against him, so be genuinely for him. Um, don't put him down. Ooh. Don't let you know. Don't let him down either. But most importantly, learn who you are as a person, so he can't make you feel less than. If that's the type of person that you do encounter, okay. um, she's gonna be very okay. confident, which I think we kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that's. I think her problem okay. is gonna be she's gonna have to be a little more. Um, She's gonna have to empathize a little more with other people. <laughs> okay, but that was dope, though. That's dope, you know. The, you know, because he is, mm-hmm. it is him against the world, you know. So he can't go out there fight the world and then come in the house <laughs> and have to fight you too. Like, right? You know, y'all the same team, you know. Y'all the same team. Y'all won. Like y'all family. relationship. Now, if he, if he, if it's that toxic, that hood love, no, ma'am, get away from him. We're not gonna do that. But hopefully, okay, hopefully we won't. You never know how they, who they grow up to be. But hopefully, they know that part. Like mm-hmm. this, this is toxic for me. Um, so I try when I right. nobody's allowed around my daughter when I'm dating. But when I do end up with somebody, I want him to be the example of the man that she needs to be dating. I'm, I'm not gonna get nobody who's gonna, you know, mm-hmm. be a bad example for her because that person's gonna be around her every day if I, you know, do get married. So that's very important right, to me. Right. That's very important. When in love, have you ever felt let down by a black man? I, in love, this is not like, uh, this is not like when we say black women don't feel protected. <laughs> So this is when you've been in love. Have you ever felt <laughs> let down by a black man? You have. Yes. When? Yes. Um, when? In back on story time. So they say, you know, a woman has an intuition, like, and it's a natural we really do. intuition. Like, well, you know something ain't right. So, um... John came back from basic. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. No. Oh, okay. So me, me and Janai. Oh shoot, I wasn't supposed to lie. Baby's name. Me and my oldest, <laughs> we we moved and went to Florida, and we stayed in Florida for maybe five months or so. And so John was just like, you know, no, I need my family back. You know, I can't live without y'all. You know. He's like, well, hell, I'm moving to Florida, too. And, you know, long story short, we ended up going back to Wisconsin. And shortly after going back to Wisconsin, everything went back to shit. Like, no, it was like the honeymoon phase was like maybe a week. 
and then it went back to the same bullshit. And I was just like, dang, I can't believe I moved, got away from him to come back to this same ish, mm-hmm. right? So I ended up leaving, but I didn't leave the state. I just moved. I just moved out of his house and went and got me and my best friend got our spot or whatever. So I moved out of his house and, you know, moving to my own house. So then, you know, essentially we were co-parenting. But after a while, we started having overnight stays and stuff like that. We started mm-hmm. being intimate again. Well, what happened was I ended up getting pregnant and something didn't sit right with me. And I remember telling him, uh, oh, well, I don't want to tell my business like this. Anyway, <laughs> Anyways, a cousin had told me, she's like, hey, I think I saw, you know, John in this white car or whatever. And he, the girl wasn't a baby mama then, but she had a white car. So I was like, dude, was you driving in a white car? He was like, uh, 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 <laughs> it was my cousin's car. And I was like, no, nah, you lying. Like, you lying. Like, you lying. And so I looked at him and I was like, my worst feeling, my worst fear is oh, that you, you get her said pregnant. it right there, didn't you? And he was like, Said it right there, and he was like, he was like, man, I need messing with her like that. Like, you know, he brushed it off, or whatever. Tell me why a week later we was at my mama's house. I don't even know why John was with me at my mama's house, but anyways, he was at my mama's house, and the girl called my mother's house. I wasn't living in my mama's house. I had my own spot. She called my mother's house, and she said, "Oh, let me speak to John." Ball with it. I was like, good. Have you lost? Have you lost your mind? She's like, well, I know he over there. First of all, how you know more where my mama lives? You know what I mean? I know he over there. I just need to talk to him. And I was like, you don't lost your mind. I don't know how you found my mama number. This is my mama's house. And don't call, you know, don't you call here anymore. And I go to hang up. But right before I hang up, she's like, well, let him know that I'm pregnant. And my first doctor's Dude, appointment is Rude this and bold. Okay. Yeah, so. And then I going to say, like, Maybe that same week I found out I was oh, pregnant. Oh, okay. So that, that was heartbreaking. It really was heartbreaking. And that was the most stressful pregnancy of my life. And Justice to this day has like mm-hmm. some health issues that I the feel stem from mm-hmm. my stressful mm-hmm. pregnancy. Yes, yes. But yeah, but anyways, that's me being transparent, guys. And I know he listens, so after you hear this, I need you to come make me feel better. Give my give my love language. Oh. I mean, it's in the past, you can't change it, but you know, yes, I was hey, definitely. You don't know what we now. be when we're transparent. Harper. We help other people out, so that's good. And plus, we tell yeah. you know we tell the audience we'd be transparent. So here goes my. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I have known Lena for a while, so Lena has been there through most of my shitty relationships I will call them but I have chosen <laughs> I have chosen uh men who were my lessons so and that that's for mm-hmm. every relationship except for the one that I told y'all about that was really good um and that's okay you know but mm-hmm. at the time of course when they cheated mm-hmm. and I'm saying they as a collective I'm not calling anybody out because y'all did the same thing um you know, I felt betrayed, <laughs> broken, and angry, and I would hope that those individuals have grown into, you know, men. They were boys at the time, um, and learned, you know, f- what? And you know what's crazy? 
that you always would catch them, dude. Like you would catch them, <laughs> y'all. If y'all need a private detective or what some people well, call uh, she will find out. Any, she will find out anything. She'll be like, "Girl, look how, look how she look." I'll be like, "Well, how you know who she?" I, she was like, "Don't worry about all that." But this this is how I'll be like, "Golly, she be finding intuition." I mean. Recently, I yeah. mean, I mean, I always find out. It, it's put there for me to find out. It's it's like boom, hey, I'm here. Yep. This is what happened, and boom. Yep. I I hope yep. that they have learned as much from those lessons as I did because I I can't even call one of them out. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all cheated. <laughs> so um, the way they mm-hmm. cheated, I mean, I was basically dating the same person with a different face. We'll put it that way. And I have done that up until yeah. my, uh, even the last relationship, I have dated the same person with the same face. <laughs> so, uh, uh, with the different, well, they different might as well have the same face. Uh, <laughs> with a different face, yeah, but <laughs> except for that, that one person, it was the one person and I feel like maybe it's my karma because after I cheated on that one person, I have just been running into some, some, some Man, <laughs> the same person with a different face. Mm-hmm. And this was back in, I dated that person back in 2003. So ever since then, everything has been jacked up. Um, but we're working on that. We're working on our energy to attract different people. So, yes. Do you as a black woman feel you have ever let a black man down in love? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> After we bash y'all, let me tell you. No, look. Yes. He's playing right. Let me stitch on myself. Um. Yes, I have. You know, I I have. I haven't always been. I have some infidelities in my marriage, and um. Yeah, like, and it wasn't even how to say it. It got to the point where I wasn't even trying to hide it anymore. And I know that hurt him because he he was genuinely trying to be remorseful and was trying to I don't know I don't know how to say it I guess it's my guilt talking to like he was genuinely trying to do better and I, I I couldn't rest in it like I would get comfortable and I'm like you know what nope this has been you know history repeats itself you know and. Yeah, it got to a point where I wasn't even hiding it anymore. It was like, mm. okay, yeah. And yeah, I know I let him down. So, yeah. who are you working on? We better now. We better now. Um, I absolutely have. Besides the one incident with uh, me cheating, I wasn't always <laughs> this evolved version of myself. So, I was a self sabotager in my <laughs> relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Which I'm mm-hmm. sure could have let a lot of men down that I've dated. Uh, so, self, a self-sabotage, dating a self-sabotager can be, that's probably annoying, right? Yeah, yeah, especially when you just mm-hmm. want to love that person. You know what I mean? And and they, I don't know, it's like how, how much... How much reassurance can I give this individual to let but them know that you know I'm for real? No, <laughs> it don't. It don't. It don't. But which was, I mean, but know. that was my own 
um, internal issues that I was that I worked through at the time I, I didn't acknowledge them or know what was going on but that I have worked through since which is the childhood and I'm calling it trauma uh, childhood abandonment is trauma that's something that you experience that's traumatic mm-hmm. um, and it caused mm-hmm. me to be a self-sabotager so so that I mean yeah I, I was that I have let a couple a few men down maybe <laughs> um, and but I have this thing now to where when I was working on myself and this probably let a lot of men down too where I would friend zone people friend zone queen do you hear me and oh. and they would just be trying hard to, to the point I would friend zone them so bad to the point that they just give up I'd be like we could be friends like, that, you know I mean like... that is so quick to come out of my mouth hey <laughs> friends right <laughs> dang I'm trying to be more friends yeah, um, that's, that's me I would working never tell them I was working, working on myself, just that, you know, that that wasn't the right time. But then again, you know, some, your intuition will tell you that's not the right person for you, so. That too, that too, but at the same time, and ain't nothing know, wrong yeah. with you working on yourself, you know what I mean? Like, if they can't respect that, and they can't be patient, then. Yeah, and then go, at, the, at the same time, <laughs> they telling you, putting you in a friend zone is a warning before I cuss you out. But, uh, so. That part, and yes, I have let a couple of people down. So we're going to leave this episode off on a positive note and send a love note to our Black men. So go ahead and express what are some of the things you love about Black men or give them words of encouragement. Anything you would like to say? I love Black men's um, uh, resilience. You know what I mean? They're, They're overcomers. They, they are strong. I know we don't <laughs> like that strong word, but they are strong. Just the, the mm-hmm. masculinity of it all mm-hmm. is very attractive. You guys are kings and you should be treated as such a king. Um, mm-hmm. um, God-like. Mm-hmm. It's in our DNA. Guys are magic. It's like black girl magic, black men magic. Come on, BMM. Okay, so (laughs) black men, you (laughs) are creators. You know, we came. You know, oh that part. Oh, black men. I just love how how beautiful they are. Our different skin tones. Um, Mm -hmm. The energy given off by black men is unmatched. Like y'all, y'all got that swag. (laughs) Can't nobody have a better swag than a black man? Okay, right. Okay. okay and although you may girl. feel you know the world is against you there are plenty of women like us who have who have your back we we give you tough love we're not bashing y'all <laughs> we give you tough love um and you yeah. are not who or what white people label you to be or any other race you are kings like lena said yeah. and you have that right. god dna so keep your head mm-hmm. up and always remember to walk in your power mm-hmm. oh we love y'all. Oh, yeah, we love y'all. We'll be back next Sunday. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>